What's up? Welcome back to Microfamous. And I want to talk about introverts and are we the social lepers of 2021? And that's it's a funny phrase. It's a funny question. It came up in a conversation I had behind the scenes uh, before I was interviewed on a podcast. I was talking it over with the host, and I'm going to feature her uh, as a guest on this podcast coming up shortly because I was so, it just the conversation was so funny behind the scenes. And it really brought out some misconceptions of introverts that are even more extreme than than I've thought about. So I want to address some of those because uh, I think that there is a, like that there's, uh, especially among people that are more extroverted or people that force themselves to be extroverted and they don't realize they're actually introverts, there is a misperception about being introverted, that that equals quiet and shy. Uh, even the book uh, Quiet, I think by Susan Cain, if I remember the author's name correctly, uh, is about you know how introverts uh, you know can be quiet like the the quiet and the shy can can succeed in this world, uh, and and there's a valid point there. Uh, you know, uh, as a natural introvert, I used to be much more introverted, um, and I think along with that comes some really interesting misperceptions about being introverted, and I think we have to set the record straight. And those of us that consider ourselves uh, introverted, we, I think we need to let go of the negative connotations that come with that, number one, and we need, I need to understand what actually makes us an introvert so that we can manage our energy better. And when we do show up, we, we understand how to channel that energy and be our best and put our best foot forward in the situations where we need to, and then take a step back and protect our energy when we need to do that as well and and set the expectations both for ourselves and the people around us. So I want to deal with a few of those kind of misperceptions that we have to overcome. So the first one is just that uh, introverts are a-holes. <laughs> that was one of the things that, uh, that that person mentioned to me. And it was interesting because it, it did catch me off guard. I, I think that we can definitely get into situations where introverts come across as uh, being gruff or um, uh, dismissive, maybe, maybe is a good, a good way to phrase it. Uh, and I think it's a product of just not having the energy at like after a certain point to keep up the social niceties. And, and, and we're stuck in that we have no choice but to be there. I think that's where introverts have problems. So I'll give you an example. You know, if I'm at like a networking event, I can last, you know, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour, maybe a little bit longer if I'm having a great time, if I get in some really good deep conversations with interesting people. Uh, sometimes that can, you know, re-energize me and keep me going for longer. But there's, there's a point, like I know it's coming. There is always a point at which I hit that wall, that energy, that energy level. It just slams into like I just hit the wall, and at that point, if I don't get out of there, like yes, I will absolutely get impatient. I just I basically I don't have the mental energy to pretend that I want to be there past the point where I want to be there anymore. When I'm there and when I'm enjoying myself, it's great, and I can be extroverted and I, and I enjoy people. But once I hit that wall, I lose the ability to pretend that I want to be there anymore. And if I don't get out of there at that point, like if I'm stuck there or if I commit myself to be there and I don't actually want to be there, I have a hard time uh, like hiding that emotion, right? It's very obvious that I don't want to be there. And I think that's where uh, introverts get ourselves into trouble by over committing or allowing ourselves to get pressured into staying in, in places or environments where we don't really want to be or essentially staying past that point where we hit that energy wall. And we should be recuperating. We should be recharging, but instead we've committed or we've gotten trapped into a situation where we don't want to be there. 
And as a result, we can come off as, you know, gruff or dismissive or tired or irritable or whatever. Uh, and I think that's part of what creates that perception among other people, among social butterflies, especially that introverts are a little a-holish um, because they don't hit that same wall. It takes them a lot longer to hit that wall. Now they do eventually hit it. We all do. Like we all eventually run out of energy, but for a social butterfly that gets, that is energized by the conversations and energized by being around people, they, they cannot understand what it's like to hit that energy wall only 45 or 60 minutes in. Like they might not hit that wall until three in the morning after the after after party. And that's great. Like we need both of those people in the world. But that creates this misperception about introverts. So uh, I think that one of the ways that we can practically avoid this is to be very careful with our commitments in terms of what do we commit to? How long do we commit to being there? Um, you know, I've, I've prefaced this with people before now that I understand myself better and just say, look, uh, I'm happy to show up to XYZ event. However, I'm a natural introvert. I'll probably hit the hit the wall around an hour in and I'll probably want to get out of there and go be by myself, go back to the hotel room, go home, whatever. Like I start, I've started to prep people on that so that they're not caught off guard by me leaving after an hour and think I'm being an a-hole or think I'm being something else. I've started to prep people on that as the, the more that I get to know myself and I know what my limits are, I start to set boundaries around those limits. So if you, if you get that, you know, or you feel like you're giving off that impression, I think there's a lot that introverts can do to change that misperception of other people uh, about us being, you know, gruff or irritable by setting good boundaries, right? So that's number one. Uh, the second kind of misperception we were ch uh, chuckling about behind the scenes of this podcast the other day was that we can't people, yeah, we just can't handle people. Uh, and again, that's not true. You know, I'll crawl over broken glass to speak in front of a thousand people. Uh, I don't mind going to, uh, you know, events where there's a, a, you know, maybe either a small group. Or I'm going to mostly hang out with people one-on-one. -on -one. There's just certain situations like an open networking uh, event or something like that, or, or meeting new people for the first time, meeting a lot of new people, especially a lot of names to remember, a lot of social calculus going on uh, up in your head, all of that stuff. Um, those are kind of the events where, the, the specific kind of interaction with people is exhausting and more so to introverts than it is for extroverts. Now, meeting new people can be stressful for anyone, but for introverts, especially, you know, we're doing the, the social calculus of, of, you know, Hey, do I need to go over and do it? You know, have I talked to this person for too long? Do I need to go over to that other group? Do I need, Oh, should I pull this person into conversation? They look like they're hanging around and they're kind of on the outskirts. Should I pull them in and get them involved? And like, we're kind of like all up in our head. And I don't think extroverts have anywhere near that level of kind of thoughts going on in their head. Like I've, I've made that comment to, to many extroverts and they, they look at me like I have two heads, like they have no idea what I'm talking about. That's just not the way they think when they're, when they're in a, a people heavy environment, they're in their element, right? So they're not having to think, they're not having to do all that mental calculation of what to do now and what to do next. So uh, it's not that introverts can't hang around people. Uh, it's that the way that we hang out with people is different and and our preferences are different, right? So it, it, as opposed to me going out, let's say to a happy hour with a group of friends, I would rather go with a friend and have a deep conversation over an old fashioned or something like that and just talk to the same person for a couple of hours and then go home. Uh, as opposed to going out with a group of people where I'm talking and interacting with an entire group. Like that is one of the fastest ways to exhaust my energy levels is for me to get stuck in a group of people where I'm expected to interact with the, the entire group. I just want to interact with one or maybe a couple of people. So it's not that we don't like people. 
It's definitely not that introverts hate people. It's that the way that we interact and the sensitivity to stimulus is so much higher than an extrovert that going out in groups or going out at we with a big group of people to dinner in a big lousy, you know, noisy, loud environment with a lot going on, it just that exhausts us so much faster than it does extroverts. And we might be able to only take 45 minutes of that and then we need to get out of there and be by ourselves. Again, it comes down to good boundary setting. You know, if I'm if I'm at a business event or something, I'm not going to commit to going to the dinner after being at the event or going from the cocktail hour to the dinner. I'm going to get out of one one of those things. I'll say like, hey, I'll commit to the happy hour and then I'll probably grab a bite to eat by myself afterwards. Or hey, let's I'm going to I'm going to skip the happy hour and rest up in the hotel room and I'll meet you guys for dinner. Right? Just simple things like that. Just understanding your own boundaries, understanding your own energy levels and where and what makes you hit the wall will go a long way towards that, right? It's um, So I think there's some responsibility that we can take for ourselves as introverts to make sure that we're not giving the impression that we can't hang around people or that we don't like people. So that's number two. And number three is that, well, introverts can't communicate, which of course I know many introverts that are fabulous communicators. Uh, introverts tend to be um, I don't want to say this universally, but, uh, you know, like I know a lot of introverts that are, that are very deep thinkers and, uh, and, and have no problem communicating because they've thought their message through very deeply. Uh, extroverts are speak to think as one of my clients put it, speak to think, uh, is a good way to describe an extrovert as opposed to an introvert, which is a think to speak. So an extrovert speaks to think they talk things out. Right, an extrovert, if there's if there's a disagreement or whatever, tends to want to talk it out because they feel better in the talking through of it. Uh, introverts probably want to go off and cool off, take some time alone, recharge, and then come back and maybe discuss it. So, just thinking about it in, in those terms, you know, speak to think versus think to speak is a good kind of dynamic to think about uh, to figure out whether you are an introvert or what kind of introvert you are. Because in terms of like being a good communicator, I don't know that speaking to think you know, makes you a better communicator. It makes you communicate more. I don't know that it makes you a better communicator. You know, there's a lot of ways to say the same thought in fewer words. And most of the time, saying the same thought in fewer words is better communication. That's one of the things that I admire uh, the most about uh, Frank, who I've had on this podcast before. He's a, a few episodes back. That, that guy has the ability to say a lot in very few words. And he's a natural introvert, and a lot of thought goes into what he says, so that when he speaks, it's compressed. There's a lot being communicated in a few words. He says more in a paragraph than most people say in a page, is a good way to put it. So if you're an introvert, take pride in that. Like I don't think introverts are poor communicators. We communicate less than extroverts, but when we do speak, we've given a lot of thought to what we're going to say, and if we're speaking on topics that we know a lot about, we've put a lot of deep mentally intensive thought into the subjects that we know really well. So when we speak, we communicate well, or at least we can, if we, you know, not, auto, not automatically, but we certainly can um, because we think to speak, right? We think first and then we speak. And a lot of times when we're speaking on our expertise, we're speaking on things we thought a lot about. So we have opinions, we have things to communicate. We don't just kind of pull things out of our ass, so to speak. So if you are the type of person that thinks to speak, then just understand that about yourself and know that when you talk about the things that are within your wheelhouse, they're within your expertise, the more that you thought about those things, the better you should be able to communicate those things. As long as you're taking the time to think about 
how you are communicating and how that message is being received. Now, there's there's definitely introverts that that are that have low EQ where they have low empathy for the other person. They have a hard time seeing and hearing how they're communicating from the other person's perspective. That's a different thing, right? If you have a low EQ, you have a low empathy for the other person's perspective, you're going to you're going to probably come off as not a great communicator. Because all of your focus is internal on yourself. But that's not necessarily an introverted trait. That's an emotional intelligence trait. It's a lack of emotional intelligence. But if you're an introvert with emotional intelligence, a EQ, and you have empathy for the other person, odds are you're probably a pretty decent communicator. So I think that there's these misperceptions, you know, that we're a-holes, we're gruff, we're irritable, we can't be around people, we hate or we hate people, flat out hate them, uh, and that we're not good communicators. Those are all misperceptions about introverts that we have to overcome, but there are things that we can do as introverts in our own life and our own business to combat those misperceptions. We can set good boundaries, right? We can understand ourselves and and observe the things that that get us to hit that wall, that energy wall sooner, and we can mitigate our exposure, right? We can set good expectations of the people around us right? We can do all of those sorts of things. We can think through our message. We can become better communicators, become more empathetic for the other person, you know, see what it's like to communicate with us by putting ourselves in their shoes and watching how we communicate. We knew all of those things. Those are things that we all have control over. But to me, what really makes somebody an introvert is not whether they're quiet or shy or loud and outgoing or any of those things. It's strictly this. How do we recharge? Do you recharge with people or do you recharge alone? Everybody needs some mix of both, but introverts primarily need to recharge alone. We just, we have to go be by ourselves. That's where we recharge. Now, I was thinking about what what's the best way for me to like change my mood. If I need like a change of emotional state, if I'm anxious, if I'm worried, if I'm nervous, if I'm upset, whatever, the best thing for me to do is to grab a blank notebook, go sit at Starbucks and write and just get the thoughts out of my head. That is not an extroverted trait. So even though I can turn on the extrovertedness whenever I need to, and I do not come across as quiet or shy and am, and have never been quiet or shy, uh, I am an introvert. And you might resonate with that and go, yeah, I've never been shy, or maybe I was shy, but now I'm not anymore. Um, and am I an introvert? Absolutely, if you recharge alone, period, end of story. If you have, if, if the best way that you recharge your energy is with alone time, then you're an introvert. And then I think it's up to us as introverts to go out and kind of reclaim that word from the negative connotations that it's developed and sprung up around that word. Because there are some, you know, there are, you know, I talked to, uh, you know, people that, that question whether they would even call themselves an introvert. Why? Because the Gary V's and the Grant Cardone's and all those people of the world have infused introvertedness with all these negative connotations of not hustling and not being willing to work hard enough. And you're just not having as many conversations as you should. And, you know, you really need to talk to more people. You're just not willing to put in the work and all this stuff. And it's just flat out not true. It may be true from their perspective and that's fine. Um, Their message may work great for the half the population that's extroverted like they are. And that's fine too, but it doesn't work for everybody. And the judgment that goes along with that, the negative connotations of what goes along with that for introverts absolutely do not apply to everybody, right? We're not all quiet and shy. We don't hate people. We're not irritable and gruff and, and, and you know, asshole-ish and, and all those things. So if you're listening to this and you agree, just understand those are negative connotations that are not true and you can do something about them, at least in your own life. 
right? Set good boundaries, set good expectations, understand yourself, build your empathy, build your emotional intelligence, put yourself in the shoes of other people, understand how you're communicating, work on refining your communication so you are a better communicator. You communicate more in fewer words. There are things that you can do to change those perceptions because I don't believe that introverts are really the social lepers, but if, you, if you're on social media, if your primary place that you hang out is Instagram and TikTok, you, you might start to think that way because introverts do not naturally gravitate to that form of communication or that frequency of communication with a whole bunch of random people that we meet online. That's just not what introverts are typically into. So I hope this is encouraging. Uh, I hope that you take some things away from this that you can put into your own life and, and not allow other people or even yourself to dictate how you move through life and the systems that you build around you in your business based on other people's personalities and their, their misperceptions of you, right? Build your life, build your personality, build your business around your personality, build the systems of your business around your personality, understand your limitations, understand your energy levels. There's nothing wrong with saying, Hey, I know that I could get more clients. If I went to more events, I am unwilling to go to more events. Therefore, I'm going to find another way. I don't see anything wrong with that. Just because you know that if you had, you know, three hours a day that you spent sitting on Instagram messaging people that you get a few more clients, great. Who cares? That's not what you want to do with your life. And if you, if it worked, it'd be, you'd be miserable anyway, because you'd have to take on those clients, keep spending three hours a day on Instagram and then service the clients too, right? If like, if you know those things about yourself, then stop putting the pressure on yourself to be different. Start building systems around you in your business and in your life that work with your personality and allow you to achieve the success you want without changing who you are. That's probably the best the way that I can leave it for you. So thanks so much for listening. I appreciate it. Social media, you know, introverts are not the social media leopards of 2021. Just walk away with that. Build systems around you in your life and your business that allow you to be who you are without changing. And we'll see you on the next episode of Microfamous.